yo, yo, welcome back to Queers and Qualms. It's your girl, Yaz, and I'm here with my co-host, Sarge. What's up, Sarge? What's up, everybody? This is Sajara Sarge Eubanks, and we're back with another episode. You already know what it is, and this is episode 10, our season finale. So thank you, everybody who's been listening and gotten to this point. We really appreciate your support throughout all the episodes um if this just so happens to be the first episode that you're tuning in on welcome and we have all the episodes out on spotify and youtube and google Podcasts. if you can catch up on all the episodes but yeah we just want to welcome everyone back it's been a great season we've had some really great listening listeners listener feedback really great conversations that we had in this episode we just want to do a quick do a little recap about our season and talk a little bit about some of the stuff we have coming up for us so thanks so much for you guys tuning in and uh yeah We've got lots of stuff coming up, but first we want to talk a little bit about uh, how how this podcast has been going for us, and um, I've been really having a great time, and I've been really enjoying um, hearing what you guys think about the episodes, and even just recording and, and getting the chance to talk to you, Sarge. Yeah, um, I've really enjoyed myself. This has been um, quite the experience. You know, we just was like, look, let's do a podcast. And a week later, we were recording probably less. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I've had a hell of a time. Um, we've been able to have some conversations. It's been fun to be able to share some. I feel like for me as an athlete, I feel like a lot of people um, kind of know me as Sajara the athlete. Mm-hmm. And so this was a perfect opportunity for like people to get to know me as Sajara right. and not yeah. Sarge, you know, if that makes sense so i've been having a good time yeah definitely and uh we've met some great people based on um just our interactions on our podcast we have started a bunch of or like had a bunch of conversations with a lot of my peers based on some of the stuff that we've brought up here in our podcast and you know we're not done by any means so um i think we had a great successful first season Mm -hmm. and uh next season i think we're gonna come back even stronger so stay tuned yeah we're excited for next season and we do get a lot of feedback and the fun part is getting feedback directly from people who we meet and who know us either through the podcast or personally that have listened to our podcast and i'm gonna guilt trip all of our friends right now who are listening who are like oh my god we love your show (laughs) i need you to follow like and comment like comment (laughs) subscribe you know we appreciate the actual feedback um when you see us hanging out or in the gym or at home but definitely make sure y'all um or people who don't know us personally please like follow comment subscribe and just let us know that you're there let us know what you want to hear more from us what do you want to know about us yeah um because i feel like we're kind of nice too yeah we're nice you know we're not gonna you know we're gonna accept whatever comments you have to say positive negative you know we just want to hear what you guys think and if you happen to you know, see us around, do absolutely come up and, and say hi and chat with us because we, we clearly we really like talking. So <laughs> we are super approachable. Um, <laughs> yeah, We do love chatting. We'll probably tie you up if we see you. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, yeah. And stay tuned also for some features in the next season. We're definitely going to have some other people on our podcast um, just talking about their experiences. And we're keeping obviously it's queers and qualms. So we're going to be talking about a lot of uh, queer topics. We're going to be inviting people on and, and getting their perspective, too, and just having a roundtable conversation about just like our life. And, and yeah so yeah we can't wait to have guests um we have we have like a guest list and we've already started reaching out to guests um but we want to make sure we clean our studio up a little bit first make it conducive make sure we have all our mics and stuff but yeah we're super excited to bring some guests for you guys because um i think that's a fun part of podcasting is also getting some opinion and feedback from a new voice yeah definitely and and away from the podcast we'll get into it a little bit more towards the end of this episode we have some personal projects that are coming out and and fight fights personal projects um some um vlogging traveling experiences that we're going to be doing so we'll definitely get more into detail into that as we get towards the end of this episode but we've got a lot of great content um that we're excited to to get out there so again we love you guys support so yes keep listening yeah (laughs) yeah so first we just wanted to do a quick this this episode is going to be like a recap about the whole season and our experience uh 
recording this season and um, some of our favorite episodes, some of our favorite topics of conversation that have kind of come out of just listening to these podcasts and, and maybe some stuff that we may have missed some things we may have missed like saying and when when I listen back I'm like oh I think I thought yeah. of something and then I didn't get to say it on the podcast so we're gonna kind of unpack some of the uh some of our favorite episodes from this season yeah um yeah so like really one of uh my favorite well I'll, I'll kind of even though we said we we're gonna start with our favorite episode mm-hmm. I'll start with my most surprising episode okay. honestly so coming out is our opener from season one it's yes. episode one it's called coming out and I figured as a seasoned lesbian, we've all heard coming out stories and we yep. all know what coming out is about. So I was like, yeah, this is an opener, but I don't think anyone's like, it's a coming out story. What's, who cares? But low to my surprise, that was one of our most viewed and most listened to episodes. And that was one of those episodes we got the most feedback from. Yeah. So uh, the coming out stories do not get old. No. And it's so funny, too, because I think that was also one of our most awkward episodes because it was the first one that we recorded. Exactly. So we were still trying to, like, un- get the flow together and understand so like when i go back and listen to that episode i'm like oh we sound so like formal the first couple of minutes and then we actually just start to have a conversation with each other and it starts to like smooth out so i think it's really interesting like going throughout the season that i feel like if you listen to each episode throughout the season you kind of feel us getting a bit more comfortable and feel us like really getting into some of the the tough conversations and tough topics throughout the season. So yeah. yeah, coming out was definitely a success. Yeah. We really did get into some tough topics too. Like off the rip, I was like, we're hilarious, <laughs> which is why I was like, me and Yasmin are comedians and yeah. we need a podcast. Where's our stand up? And then like <laughs> halfway through the season it was like traumas and red flags and mental health. Which was fun because that's what open conversation can lead to. It's not all uh jokes. We obviously have had a good time and there's lots of funny excerpts i think um but it was also really interesting to dig through some of the more serious uh heavier topics and uh, we got a lot of good feedback from our listeners about those topics as well definitely and i think like you said before having the listeners and audiences getting to know our situations a little bit more um when you said that just reminded me of one of our episodes where we talked about like toxicity in our experiences with like having negative experiences with certain groups of people or or recognizing our own toxic behavior so it's definitely been also pretty reflective um to be able to talk about because you know you don't always just sit down and have these conversations with people where we actually sat down and outlined the episode but then once you start talking and once you start getting into the flow of the conversation stuff starts popping up where you're like wow like, I really didn't think about that or like, you know, I had to really do some self like internal reflection to be able to sit here and tell my truth on the mic. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's been it's been coming out. I've told stories this season that um, I didn't think I mean, I've talked to Yasmin about it as one of my best friends and my sister. I've had some of those personal stories that I've shared, but to share them on the podcast, like you know in the middle of me talking on the mic i've been in my head like what am i doing telling these unknown number of strangers right. <laughs> about don't even know <laughs> but it it turned out to be quite therapeutic and really freeing and um so yeah for those of you guys tuning in for 10 that haven't listened go back and listen to some of these other episodes because we're sharing a lot of things that we didn't think we would when we first yeah. started and what i find really exciting about it as well is that as much as those like vulnerable instances were like sometimes surprising um it was great to have people relating to that Mm -hmm. specifically like in our dms or some uh, people in conversations where like they'll remember like the anecdotes and the stories that we tell and it's so funny because we're sitting here talking to each other and we're not really sure like who's listening when or who's like really tuning in so like obviously we get to see the numbers and the statistics but like it's really great to get like texts from my friends like oh I listened to this episode and this particular part really stood out to me and Mm -hmm. then it start it it starts a whole dialogue and conversation and um there are conversations that I'm having with my peers regularly so it's really great to to um hear that you guys are responding to it so love that 
Yeah, love it, love it for sure. And I feel like as we've um been wrapping up the season, um one of my personal goals for the goals for the podcast was to create a space um for gay black women to express themselves and also for people who aren't niche down to gay black women to learn more about what it's like to be gay or to be black or to be you know intersectionally um diverse so i feel like you know i'm proud to say i feel like we kind of got that across we touched on different topics heavier topics lighter topics um but all from that kind of lens and view and one of my favorite feedbacks is from people who aren't gay black women definitely you know like when my straight white male coach is like episode two really opened my eyes i'm like yes bro <laughs> that's the goal yeah i love that so too it's been cool yeah definitely um with having those uh people who wouldn't normally know what we go through or just like really tuning in and, and we can definitely feel the love and support which is which is great so one of my personal favorite episodes um, was one of the more recent episodes that we just dropped, episode eight, mental our mental health episode. That was a good one. Yeah, because like when I thought about like outlining the entire season, obviously we, we outlined episode to episode, but you know, we had a bunch of different topics, things that we wanted to touch on. And I kind of thought that that episode, I was like, oh, like, you know, it's kind of a little bit left field from what we have been talking about in the past. I wasn't sure how, like, um, how well it was going to go. But as we were recording, it really, like, it that was one of those therapeutic episodes for me because it really made me have to sit and reflect. I'm like, what am I really doing? What am I doing f- for my mental health? What are the practices that I'm putting on here so I'm not, like, just you know, hypocritical, like, we're not, you know, there's some podcasts, which I'm sure podcast listeners, you know, where niggas just be pulling up to the mic with no sort of research, no sort of um, experience, just talking about other people's experience, talking about what they think, and those are, you know, those are some of the most listened to podcasts in, <laughs> in um, the world, but, you know, we all, we all, nobody likes, like, a podcast nigga who just doesn't know what they're talking about, so, like, having done a lot of the research for these episodes i learned a lot Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i was able to like reflect which is great yeah we certainly did learn a lot and there were certain things that you know you think about but you don't really discuss through that i thought was fun like when we had an episode on um labels and red flags and stuff like that those are things that you think about but you don't really stop to research and read and then bring into discussion and so i started to have a better understanding or different outlook just from talking it out yeah we've had some really good really good topics that for me personally was also you know really eye-opening and thoughtful Yeah, yeah to go back to that labels episode too i actually got um some listener feedback there was a a portion that we talked about um that was monogamy um versus like polygamy and um we were using like polygamy in a certain like definition polygamy and then she uh sent me a really great note saying like the difference between polygamy and polyamory and i was like wow i didn't even know that where like polygamy is like being um like married mm-hmm. to multiple different people at once and polyamory is what we were kind of talking about like like kind of dating and not actually like married like you know the idea of like dating multiple people at once and so that was something that I learned from you guys and and you know we always like we say you know we're not we're not experts but we do our research and we like to know what you guys the knowledge that you guys have as well so that was a really great moment for me from um episode two that was that was really like moving that I got that I I got that knowledge so yeah episode two is titled the stud revolution which is my favorite episode title for sure (laughs) absolutely and it's funny because it came up like we uh, some of some of the titles we come up with based on the topics and then some of the titles we come up with based on like some of the language that we use throughout the podcast and that was actually one of the episodes where we said the stud revolution in the episode yeah, yeah. and i think you said it when we were talking about basically how um the new age studs are are, are more connecting to their feminine energy mm-hmm. and not really putting themselves into this box of what it means to be a masculine stud mm-hmm. like a ma- like a masculine lesbian you know you obviously have your masculine lesbians but you also have lesbians who are more mass presenting that don't necessarily want to 
feel like they're like have to be super masked to mm-hmm. be a lesbian mm-hmm. and so it's it's quite literally the stud revolution and yeah. one of my favorite um yeah you're right one of my favorite titles of the episodes yeah, as stud well. revolution re, re um this younger generation of like you know we talk a lot about you know another fun part about the podcast is our age difference we're 13 years apart i'm an older millennial are you technically a millennial or gen z gen z technically, technically. But i'm like right on the cusp so you're older gen z or i'm older so we're 13 years apart but sometimes i think about that like when i came out studs were hardcore masculine and very much represented um heteronormativity you had to had to dress like a male look like a male you topped only like and that's just what it was but now as as a society grows and as you know our culture is growing and evolving call it a stud revolution because studs are embracing their androgynousness they're embracing their femininity um you have terms nowadays like switches Mm -hmm. and stems and you know i I still think bisexuals get the short end of the stick but you know know, the inclusivity yeah (laughs) yeah and we actually do plan on having an entire episode uh, on bisexuality but we didn't want to do that ourselves because neither of us identify as bisexual. So yeah. we didn't want to sit and and talk about bisexuality as if it's something that we are experts on. So yeah. we definitely plan on having some bisexual people actually coming onto the show yeah. and sharing their own experiences. Really with excited us about that. There's a lot of lines and stuff that I don't even understand as a person in the LGBTQ community. And so it's kind of like, you know, I kind of equated a little bit to like um, mixed race people who um, because I was actually just having this conversation like um, with a mixed person who was like, yeah, it's like it's hard to. you you know sometimes you feel like you have to pick a side you have Mm -hmm. to like you know you have to either be this or that and it's hard to feel like you fit into both communities so we're definitely going to get into unpacking that as well yeah i would love to hear that because you know one of the things that uh, i think was episode two but we talked a lot about how in the gay community lesbians sometimes reject bisexual people and then straight people do so really excited to get some bisexual people on the show to give us their experience um both negatively and positively in the culture so looking forward to that lots of guests coming up i'm really excited about next season yeah next season is gonna be really really dope and um yeah also one of my favorite episodes that i feel like um we touched on but I don't know if we really got really deep into it. It was our sex cells episode. Oh my God, you read my mind. So it was like, I had a really good time recording that episode, but I would listen back to it. I was like, we were so PG-13. So PG-13. Like, we, didn't, we didn't really get into like, because I think like, you know, um, we're still trying to find where our audience lies. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I think we were just kind of leaning more towards on the conservative side rather than like get into the down and dirty and the nitty gritty of it. Because, yeah, I think so um, too. yeah, we, I listened back and I was like, Oh, we're so PG 13. We There's definitely so kept that things. one. Yeah. We definitely kept that one family safe. And when we first wrote it out, I'm like, this like sex sells, this is going to be the episode that everyone wants to listen to. Yeah. Cause everyone's always like, what's lesbian sex. You yeah. Know? And I feel like we definitely like, got the top we kind of like broke the ice but that's one of those other episodes i feel like we definitely need to follow up on yeah and then like it's not just our audience too i think it was early on i think that was episode four but you know i'll be honest i was like can i talk about my sex life to my sister and i was like well yes i must because how else am I going to get it on the podcast? So me personally, I'll be honest, that was a little baby hump that wants to convert. You guys should go back and listen because it's episode four if you haven't already. But I felt myself early in the episode like, oh, my God. And then by what the time we were yeah. by the time we were halfway through recording, I definitely got comfortable and was like, look, you know, we're good. But that's another good one where we do start to answer some of the questions like yeah. what is good sex? What is safe sex? What is lesbian sex? Yeah um all kinds of stuff that we touched on that was really yeah. good but we definitely got to go back i think that. next time we need to do it after like a nice bottle of wine mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know we should we get a fem in here loose. we need I a fem guest for that good, one we need a, yeah we need a fem identifying woman have, have for that one a little one. conversation about you know just really unpacking it all getting a little you know rated r because <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of imagined that episode um, a little differently, but I'm really glad that we were able to break the ice that early yeah. and just be able to, to really, cause it was a vulnerable, it's a vulnerable topic. Like not mm-hmm. everybody talks about their sex life, but mm-hmm. it's important like too, because there's a lot of stereotypes in same sex sex. 
like sex mm-hmm. life. So mm-hmm. um, just to kind of um, get the knowledge out there, I think that was yeah. a real that was a um, episode where we talked a lot Those about like you know staying healthy, like you said, safe sex. We got we got the knowledge and stuff out there. Yeah. Um, but you know we'll we'll get more into our own. You know, little That was the foreplay episode. Yeah, <laughs> like for real. <laughs> we just cool. rounded first base on that episode. Whoa. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll have good. to circle back. Yeah, because we got some feedback too. I had, um, I have highlighted here one of my favorite responses because we do have comments at the bottom of every episode. One of my favorite responses is um, we asked the viewers on the episode Sex Cells, um, what do you define as good sex? And one of my favorite responses is, good sex is communication and consent period like yes girl so um i don't have the user i'll keep them anonymous just in case but um i thought that was really awesome feedback and something that felt good as a user response because even though we weren't maybe as deep into it as we wanted to some of those kinds of things that we want to get across like communication and consent like very important yeah yeah shout out yeah and just like also to respond to that comment a little bit like communication is not only verbal mm-hmm. and, and that's what makes a good sexual partner is someone who can read their partner's body language and, and understand and communicate with their partner their needs and their wants that's not always going to be verbal so yeah communication and consent I, I think you know that's a great way to sum it up like yeah. that's what good sex is but yeah you know we'll talk about like you know the details yeah. of what good yeah. sex we'll get into some of the juicier details of lesbian sex guys yeah. don't you worry yeah <laughs> i know some people were really it no <laughs> no really i think that's one and that was another one that surprised me i was like oh sex sells this episode is gonna be like number one viewed because of lesbians and sex right my own stereotype backfired it wasn't our most viewed episode like i thought um but we did get some good numbers on that one but that's the one where i thought the same thing i was like dang we should have gone like a little deeper but we will next time. Yeah. We will next time. Yeah, definitely. And I think I like your idea of having another voice because we are like, you know, I'm I'm like I have both masculine and feminine energy, uh, but like um it, it it's good to have like, you know, a a different grouping of people. Like yeah. if you you identify more masculine presenting, I'm more of like a switch and so mm-hmm. having like a strong femme would definitely yeah. kind of balance out the energy as yeah. well. So yeah. 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 My partner listens all the time. And I like every other week, she's like, You guys need a femme on that <laughs> show. I, and I was like, Yes, means like not as stud as I like. I'm a self identified stud. stud. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm a stud stud. I'm not hard stud though either. But you know, I'm a stud. And so she was like, She teases me all the time. She goes, You guys need a, a nice feminine, like feminine voice. And so we'll get a nice feminine guest and then i told her we'll come be on the show and she's like oh i could never right <laughs> right so also do message us if you're interested and you have your own podcast you need guests or you want to be on our podcast look um we're definitely open to having and meeting new people it's a great way to meet new people and talk and chat and and support you know small local businesses and mm-hmm. you know um we haven't quite yet monetized our podcast but that is something that we're looking forward to of doing later on in the uh in, in next couple of seasons so yeah uh let us know it's definitely great great to to have other other podcasts listening to us and vice versa so yeah spread the word yeah and so after our sex sales episode which is episode four was gays and sports Mm-hmm. Um, which I actually had, um, I actually really liked that episode. I didn't think that I would because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like, you know, I've always been an athlete and I know we had a really, we have a really strong athletic following us both being athletes. So I knew that that was going to be like a hot episode, like a hot commodity. And so, um, I had a little bit of like anxiety of surrounding and I was like, oh, it's gotta be good. And I think it, it really flowed well. And we talked about one of the topics that we talked about was trans people in sports. And that is still a topic of conversation that is had almost every athletic in every athletic realm. So um, there's still no clear answer on that one, but I'm glad that we were able to have conversation about it and hopefully connect with some people who are trans identifying in Mm -hmm. their own kind of um, experiences and journeys throughout the athletic world. 
yeah yeah i like that episode um a lot too because um i want to try to challenge and push myself in a lot of these conversations um you know i don't think i'm narrow-minded by any stretch of the imagination but i am a taurus and i do have a tendency to be set in my ways Mm -hmm. and so that was one episode that i really wanted to challenge myself on and challenge my own ideologies and views on things um so that was a really interesting one and that was also a really scary one for me because um uh you know for those who are listening i'm in constant fear of being rejected by the gay community (laughs) i'm like like, i feel like i can't believe you just said that (laughs) i'm in constant fear of being rejected by the black community and rejected by the gay community because of some of the beliefs that i have um and so in order i won't spill all the tea because i want y'all to listen to it those of you who did listen to the episode already you know what i'm talking about but we talk about you know trans inclusion in sports in the active trans exclusion Mm -hmm. from sports that's happening right now um we talked about the penn state swimmer um i think um we talked a little bit about was that the episode we talked a little bit about Brittany griner we talked about her this Um, year too yeah we did a little actual special um instagram live on the Brittany griner situation yeah yeah that's what Um, it was yeah so that's still on our instagram right now so if you want to check that out we did like a whole 45 minute conversation i think where we um, had somebody join our live and we just talked about like if for those of you who are unfamiliar um sarge t- talk a l- quick brief uh about what britney grinder's situation was and kind of what we talked about in that uh live i appreciate the brief uh warning you gave me because <laughs> brief, <laughs> I will, please i will turn this into a britney grinder podcast free <laughs> free bg um no real briefly britney grinder is a gay black masculine woman who plays for the WNBA for the Phoenix Mercury and a lot of WNBA players in the offseason go overseas to make more money. There's a salary cap in the WNBA and it's much, much, much less than the NBA. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the best players in the WNBA travel overseas in the offseason to make sometimes five, six, seven times as much as they would in the WNBA. Brittany Griner has been playing in Russia in the offseason since 2015, has been going over there regularly. In this past March of, um, I don't want to get the, it's February 22. of 2022, mm-hmm. um, just before the invasion in Ukraine, uh, Brittany Griner was on her way into Russia to do her league, her season there, and was stopped for allegedly having a vape pin containing a hashish oil so allegedly it's one pen that she had on her as she was coming through customs she was detained that day and she was held in russian jail uh for three weeks before any u.s consulate or any u.s um uh, congress or government officials were made aware that she was being detained and as of the recording of this episode it's sunday april 17th she is still detained in russian jail Mm -hmm. um she is due to appear before a judge in russia on may 19th of this year to determine if the investigation will go further it is being misreported that she'll be let out on may 19th that is not true that is just her next court Court date date. she's facing up to 10 years of labor camp if convicted so i believe that's about as brief as i can get on it (laughs) because i'll keep going but i just you know i wanted to bring that issue to the forefront my biggest issue with the britney griner thing is the lack of coverage in the media and the silence on it and that's really what Mm. bothers me personally about it so much yeah and we wouldn't be like we said we wouldn't be a, a podcast that covers black queer experiences if we didn't talk about how enraging and scary and unfair it is for for a black gay uh woman to be uh you know alive like that and and, (laughs) and not you know yeah and it's scary because like we said we travel a lot you and me travel a lot and we're and we're all of those things black gay mask women so it's like you know as scary as or as as horrible of a situation it is for Brittany Griner, it could have been one of us. And and we kind of get to unpacking how, you know, the it, it's hard to be a, a black gay woman because it's like the LGBTQ community is, you know, supportive ish and the black community is supportive ish. But mm-hmm. it's like, you know. Um, it's hard to get that support from from all of the intersections and in the communities in which we're a part of. It's mm-hmm. always going to be a part of our identity that is not 
directly accepted by a certain group. Yeah. And, and it's hard because yeah. it's like as black women, we want to ride for our race. But, you know, as black gay women, it's kind of hard because yeah. you, we, you, we have these discrimination, dis- discriminatory experiences with our own folks, like our own black folks. Yeah. And, and within the LGBTQ community, we have racist mm-hmm. um, like experiences. So it's kind of that. Uh, it's kind of that tugging, that Mm -hmm. push and tug about like what, where do we fit in, really? Yeah, and and you know, aside from Brittany Griner too, it's like as a gay black woman, like you said, like you know, black people don't want to support because we're gay. Gay people don't want to support because we're black. And then you have feminism uh, or sexism, I should say, on top of that, because men of all colors turn their nose up at women of all colors and so 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 we talk about quite a bit in the season and in the podcast i think one of the buzzwords my favorite word that i've gained my favorite vocabulary from this is the intersectionality of diversity like that's my favorite phrase because i feel like that sort of sums up exactly who we are there's everyone's got diversity and um when i was talking about the briner case to someone that's like oh if it was a i don't think it's because she's a black woman and i said no because feminine presenting black women even though they're sometimes vilified in the media are still represented like you know we talked about um i don't i don't know if it's this episode too but we talked about being a black woman in sports in general we talked about serena williams and uh, gabby douglas exactly and And how like even serena williams is not at all masculine presenting but she's often vilified in the media as being aggressive mm-hmm. because of just because of the way her body is built because she's more muscular and dark skinned people are always like oh she's so aggressive when she's on the court like in all these like dainty white girls who play tennis are intimidated it's the typical black woman trope of being scary uh, and not being able to stand up for yourself without having to um without being labeled as aggressive or Mm -hmm. i remember the cartoon um that after serena williams got wrongly got a penalty for for accepting coaching on the court she talked to the umpire and was like like she expressed her disdain about whatever foul it is that she got called and she was like and she was like, no, like, I'm not a liar. I would not do that. And she stood up for herself. And, and there was a cartoon that was drawn of her oh, throwing a tantrum I on the court. With, and she had big ears and a big nose. It like, they drew her like a monkey. And I was like, not only is that racist as fuck and so sexist, but like women can't even stand up for themselves it without being automatically, especially black women, being being aggressive, being scary, being... A bitch. Yeah. And, you know, come on. It's 2022. Like, it's just, it's literally, it's mind-boggling. And so, yeah, that was um, episode five, Gays in Sports. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember exactly when we talked about Serena Williams, but uh, obviously she's not like a a LGBTQ person, but... Um, she's one of she's our favorite athletes. She's a black she, woman. She fall in our intersectionality diversity thing. Definitely. What do they call them diagrams in school with the circles on them? Oh, uh, oh, the Venn diagrams. <laughs> yep. She's it's in overlapping. Our Venn. She's <laughs> in our Venn diagram somewhere. Definitely, definitely. And that kind of like slides right into. And a lot of these episodes, a lot of the topics are interchangeable. So you'll hear us referring to other episodes and other topics. And and because um, a, a lot of this stuff just intertwines with everything. Um, in our experiences. So um, episode six, Toxicity, was one of my favorite episodes. I know I say that almost about every episode, but I really actually liked recording that episode because, um, I mean, it's a constant conversation that, like, I have not only with you, Sujara, but with a lot of my peers. And and um, it's a constant battle um, dealing with, specifically for me, toxic masculinity, but we did get into toxic femininity in that episode. And if you don't know what that is, uh, definitely tune in to episode six. We break it down pretty, um, pretty aggressively. So, but yeah. toxic masculinity in my life has been something that I've had to deal with to the point where, like, you know, I get physically, you know, riled up and, mm-hmm. and I have to understand that, you know, um, I have to sometimes swallow my own ego and and it's unfortunate that I have to do that but in the face of a toxic nigga it can become dangerous and 
um, it's just disheartening and, and really hard when trying to be strong and secure in your, in, in your identity to, mm-hmm. to have constant, like, you know, opinions, drawbacks, yeah. challenges, all of that. Yeah. Um, the toxic, uh, episode, um, toxic femininity is another new one. We've come up with some, we're, we're like normalizing some new terms, but toxic femininity is a term you don't hear often that we were able to touch on. Um, we had some good conversation on that. Um, but toxic masculinity, um, is a theme that sort of ekes its way through our podcast, which, which is, you know, like, I guess we have a million reasons why we're here, but that sort of ekes its way in our lives when you're a woman or, a gay black woman, you know, sometimes uh, mansplaining, toxic masculinity, um, hyper masculinity, just kind of finds a way to it, like dig its way yeah. into your life or into your narrative yeah. somehow. Funny enough, um, um, we recorded that episode before Will Smith smacked Chris Rock. <gasps> but- <laughs> we did. That was one of the few things we did not talk yeah. about. We didn't talk about Will Smith this whole season. No. <laughs> But I think this is a really great time Boo to niggas. like, you know, <laughs> bring that up in conversation. It's been kind of hot in the media recently at the, um, uh, what was that? The Oscars. Yeah. Where, um, and funny enough, we just talked about Serena Williams. He was accepting, well, he ended up winning an Oscar that night for, uh, playing the character Richard Williams, who is Serena Williams, um, father who coached her. Uh, all the way, coach both Venus and Serena um, through a couple of majors uh, and, and titles. But um, I mean, I'm sure y'all know what happened. Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock cracked a joke uh, on um, uh, what's her Jada. name, Jada, and and it escalated really quickly. Really like, quickly, it just went from zero to one hundred. Will Smith got up and smacked Chris Rock across the face. Like pr- honestly, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> at an award show i was cracking up i thought it was hilarious but that's like you know that was toxic super that toxic. was toxic masculinity that, on great display very the example a toxic masculinity and hyper masculinity came up and did a speech yeah and cried about oh my, i'm protecting my woman <laughs> my woman and jada was like nigga and the, the one of the funniest discourses that came out of that was Jada being like, that was dumb. Why that did you do dumb. that? Like, I'm, I am a strong woman. I don't need anybody to go physically assaulting people over my personal feelings about a joke that someone made. So I thought that was really funny. First of all, okay, this is cancel culture. I don't cancel people. Will Smith is canceled for what? me. My first ever cancellation. Okay, but he, that's the first, first like, cancellation. crazy thing he's done. It is the first crazy thing he's done. But to me, it was so sick <laughs> and so weird. It's what was he on? He and had I to also, be on some sort of drugs or something. This I don't know. Is definitely high. Had to be high or drunk. So look, and and I refused to talk about this because of the Britney Griner thing. I was furious because I was like, oh, we can talk about this all week long, but we can't talk about Britney Griner. So I won't get into it because I tend to be an old man ranting on a hill when it comes to my Britney Griner story. But I refuse to talk about Will Smith in public up until this point because of that. But I just thought it was like. It gave me very, very, very much like high school star quarterback. Yeah. Like it gave me very much like, um, did you look at my girlfriend the wrong way? Because I'm Will Smith. And then there was all the rumors. Very ego. Very, very ego driven. Like, like Jada afterwards was like, boo. And then like what kind of intrigued me a little bit was. I don't really like Jada Pickett Smith, but anyway. She's not my favorite, but like. I guess the rumor was they tried to kick him out and he refused to leave. And then he came out and was like, no one asked me to leave. And so I'm like, who's worse? Like, the Oscars for not kicking him out. Will Smith for not leaving. And then he went and accepted an Oscar. Right. Like, 30 minutes later. (laughs) And then everyone's like, like, look, I'm a fan of Denzel. I love a Denzel Washington movie. Why are we hugging Will Smith right now? Why are we? Denzel had to put the dad, you know, the dad hug. Where it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, embarrass yourself. Yep, let me put some knowledge on you right now. We don't do this. We don't That's, do this, especially not at, in front of the white folk. Come on, now the, we we not in front of Beyonce. There. We do, in front of on Beyonce's internet. Not in front of Beyonce. <laughs> you did it. My favorite meme was uh 
the one going around was like it got beyonce's face was like this is why beyonce don't go nowhere now she was like no beyonce was living <laughs> beyonce was living she was having a good old time she was like yikes i thought it was weird i don't know if we can cancel will smith yeah. um especially because like we live in a society where okay will smith has as far as i know been suspended for 10 years from the oscars Jeez. yeah he can't return for like another 10 years um and he's, he's also kind of been blacklisted from hollywood for in yeah, for a while netflix won't release his movies um Damn. he's been all he's over off what? the voting all over, over what, what? Over we didn't even know even support you hello uh, 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 we didn't even uh, know she had alopecia i thought she was just rocking the look I, I kind of knew. I knew she had some sort of medical condition because when she first cut her hair, it was like a whole big old hub. I thought she was just rocking the set it off look. Ego. Ego. Toxic masculinity. And um, he's suffering the consequences. So Big time. Uh, you know, if you see uh, toxic masculinity in your life or your or toxic femininity in your day to day. You need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly you need, you need to leave, leave. exactly <laughs> and, and that is that that is that so that was a really fun episode toxic yeah, masculinity fun. toxic femininity um yeah and that was episode six check us out episode six and then after that one was um episode seven like love lust yeah, we decided to uh, go back to the more positive things in life after back-to-back. -back no, was it back-to-back? -back? But we talked a lot about toxicity. So um, we went to episode seven, like love or lust, and sort of um, not lighten things up, but getting a little different yeah. um, thing. And the big L word in lesbian conversation is love and how lesbians move fast, how lesbians fall in love. So that was a fun episode to talk about the different types of love. We talked love about languages. the five languages. Yeah, the five mm -hmm. love languages. Um, my favorite question was, um, what was it? Do lesbians move too fast? Yeah, Do lesbians like, fall in love easier? Yeah. Yes. Uh, lesbians love at first sight. All of that. Um, it is a common stereotype. What we like to call the U-Haul lesbian it is uh, the lesbians who uh, they meet and then a week later they've moved into they moved in and then two weeks later they uh, you know they are getting married and then two months later they're divorced yeah <laughs> yeah within a year you'll be married moved in moved out and also have a dog and or child yes that is part of the you know that's the lesbian experience in the whole you go no further yeah and we <laughs> obviously kind of unpacked it how like as two women in a relationship women are more are supposedly more in touch with their feelings and uh so you know, it, it does become intense when you have two women who, uh, like, are communicating their wants and their needs, mm -hmm. who, are, who are really open to showing emotion in a, in a, not only, like, a verbal way, but, like, a physical way where, obviously, that makes, that might make you just feel like you're comfortable and that, you know, you're in love with this person. And sometimes you are. And sometimes you're just in love with that moment and that, like circumstance you might be in love with the situation but not in love with the person and so a lot of times you'll see um lesbian relationships are very quick moving yeah um and, and uh oft oftentimes they say the quicker they start the faster they end mm -hmm. and uh, it's not false <laughs> it's not no it's not false which is you know we we said part of this episode was hashing out ideas for next season one of the questions i got that we didn't get to hash out in season one maybe we can touch down next season is um lesbian bed death oh yeah remember i talked i brought that yeah, that, that one i got in our, our, our sex uh part two it flares up and dies just as quickly as it flares up yeah. um i personally i don't think i've experienced lesbian bed death no. but if you have or know anything about it, let us know because we have to kind of Google that. Yeah, definitely. I just saw it on TikTok a bunch and <laughs> someone was like, I didn't know what it was until you told what's me about that. lesbian bed death? So, yikes. Yeah, yeah that's that definitely one. something for us to unpack for sure. We'll figure that yeah. one out. But yeah, we talked a lot about um, love and relationships in, in that episode. We talked about other types of love too, like um, platonic and stuff like that. So that's a fun peace, happy-go-lucky episode. Yeah. I don't think that one got too traumatizing. And then we move right into mental health, which right. honestly was not as tra traumatic or tra like as deep, I would say. 
and I think that that was a really informative episode also mm-hmm. because we did a lot of research on like our own mental health practices and other people's mental health practices and what and how to change your frame of mind when you're thinking about your own mental health and really prioritizing yourself and your um, your needs. And I thought that that was really nice because sometimes you just need to hear it. Sometimes yeah. you just need somebody to say to you, you know, you're worth it. Yeah. You're worth taking care of yourself. And I think that that was a great episode that, that really enforced that. Yeah, I think that was a really good episode. I know we talked earlier already about how that was one of your favorites. Um, When I went back and edited that episode, I was like, wow, this is really mature, good conversation we're having. So um, I really enjoyed episode eight also, um, especially because like um, mental health is kind of like a fad. It's kind of a buzzword now, like self-care Sundays. But um, it is they are really important things to do, which is taking care of yourself mentally and physically, obviously. So that was a good one. That was a good episode mm-hmm. also. And it kind of like it, it, it polluted the episode nine um, really well, which was triggers and trauma. And because we did refer a lot back to being like, OK, well, probably therapy. Props therapy. That's the name probably. of episode eight. Yeah. Props therapy. Uh, like, probably you need therapy. So we kind of just unpacked it, like some of our triggers and where the, those came from, like trauma, the trauma in our lives, just being black gay women. And, and, it, and it came full circle too. that being one of our last like outlined mm-hmm. episodes of being like, you know, um, we talked about taking care of yourself and we talked about like, but also the root of a lot of our trauma uh, in, uh, in society. And so uh, that was a really great episode. That one just released two weeks ago. So yeah, yeah. episode nine um, uh, triggered. That's a good one. Um, and, and I think one of the keys to take away from if you haven't listened to episode nine is it's called triggered, but we do get into some of like lighter triggers, heavier triggers, how to avoid them, um, how we deal with our own triggers and traumas. And an interesting topic that we kind of hashed out in that episode too, is being a trigger Mm -hmm. Um, trigger and positive triggers. Yeah. Positive triggers. Yeah. It's still kind of like, Hmm, that's, that's something you never heard of. So yeah. Yeah. I definitely recommend you going to see that episode or listening to that episode rather. So that was our season and it was a really, really fun one. And um, I, I really think we have uh, uh, created a great platform for, for us to just have dialogue and, and we're going to really start to get into um, obviously, like we said, having people on the podcast, getting deeper into a lot of these subjects, introducing to some new subjects. Mm-hmm. Um, so look out for that in our podcast. Follow us on Instagram. You'll All of our updates about what we're going to be doing are going to be on our Instagram. But I think now's a good time to kind of start talking about uh, some of our upcoming projects that we have going on. Um, if we have some projects, we have some personal artistic projects. We have some athletic things happening. And so... Yeah, sorry. Tell us a little bit about what you have coming up, and I'll follow behind you. Oh, so exciting. Um, and obviously, we will be back. Let me start. We will be back with the season two, Absolutely. guaranteed. Um, we'll keep you guys posted. We won't keep you waiting too long between seasons, but as Yasmin mentioned, we have a lot of personal projects, and we want to be nice and consistent with you guys. So um, we're going to make sure that when season two starts, we're ready to rock and roll and give you guys a full season. Um, so uh, immediately, I have just signed for another fight. Ooh, I'm going to be fighting. Yeah. Um, for those of you who do know me, I'm a UFC fighter. I was a uh, formal top 15, you know, my qualm of the week is I should still be top 15, but whatever, <laughs> here nor there. <laughs> I will be fighting July 9th against Marina Morose in Las Vegas. That will be aired on ESPN Plus July 9th. So make sure to follow me on my Instagram at Sergeant Charge, S-A-R-J-N charge um to follow along for all my fight updates so i'm really excited about that Mm -hmm. um and that's my most immediately to my most immediate project um the other project i'm working on um is more content um we're getting a lot of positive feedback from the podcast but we come from a very traveling heavy family we love traveling and so we're taking a family trip to egypt in may and i'm gonna be documenting that and creating um a vlog series um to be released we'll we'll tbd when the release is gonna be but i'm gonna be following um our family myself yasmin um some other members of the family that you guys don't know that i'll be happy to introduce you to definitely on our world travels we've got 
Egypt on the list, Martha's Vineyard, Thailand, Brazil. So um, I'm really excited to be uh, directing yeah. slash starring with Yasmin and the rest of our family in this vlog. So those are my two big projects. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, that's, a, that's kind of a collective thing that we're working on, our family kind of vlog mm -hmm. situation on mm -hmm. that and traveling and stuff like that. But um, for those of you who don't know, I will be, I've been, I've accepted I've been accepted to the University of Maryland um, to enter their graduate school program for theater and performance studies. I'll be inter I'll be starting in August of 2023. I decided to defer the year so that I could work on these personal projects that we have coming up. Uh, we're going to be vlogging all of our travels. Um, and um, let me back up and see one of the first things I've been doing. I'm, I'm actually in camp right now. I've got a fight coming up May 13th, a uh, uh, kickboxing or sorry, Muay Thai. A Muay Thai title fight for Warriors, Warriors Cup. Um, that's going to be in New York on May 13th. It'll be my first time fighting for a belt, a title shot. And this, it's, a, it's a pretty big uh, step for me, I think, in my amateur career. So I'm really excited um, to have uh, Level Up and Sarge in my corner at all times. So um, that's, gonna, that's the very next thing I'm working on. And then I've got a couple tournaments coming up. Um, in June and one in Ireland in end of end of October, early November. So those are all going to be going on our vlog series. And so if you don't already, um, if you're not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, that's where we're going to be posting a lot of our um, travel vlog stuff. So um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, follow us on Instagram because we'll be doing a lot of the updates on our Instagram as well, on our personal Instagrams too. So, uh, yeah follow along on that and um another great another big thing i'm working on mm -hmm. uh i am publishing my first book for yeah. many of you guys who don't know <laughs> um so i am also i have a, a a bachelor's degree in theater um but i have a strong background in poetry and so i am releasing my first full-length poetry book i'm self-publishing so it's been quite a process i've been working on the book since 2016 and i've been working on publishing since 2020 so i'm finally getting the ball rolling on that and so having having you guys support on that if you read poetry um that's awesome if you don't read poetry i still think it would be a great read but i'm also a performance <laughs> poet i go um um i am going to be freelancing for the next year writing poetry doing curriculum planning hosting poetry events hopefully so um that's another um uh, clearly, we're, we're very multifaceted here and uh, <laughs> multi-talented. So um, I like to, you know, ask all the audiences on all of our different platforms, whether it's your, you're listening because you like athletics, whether you're listening because you're a queer black woman, whether you're listening because you like poetry. Um, we're we're going to try to get those, like, intersections and, and, mm -hmm. and try to, you know, all of it is part of my identity, and I want to share that with you guys. And so having yeah. support is always, always, like, lovely love that yeah yeah we're super excited this podcast has been uh, a super cool project for us and even though we had our own projects individually i think it sort of sparked our um co collaborative projects quite a bit like the vlog um one of the goals we have for the vlog is is like we said intersectionality is a big buzzword for us but the inter intersectionality of athletics travel culture and education yeah. you know our family is like our family is multifaceted and we're really proud of that especially you know you know i can speak for me personally i'm sure yasmin would agree but like um i look around at our family and i think i'm like not to downplay it, but I'm like, wow, like we're full of extraordinary, exceptional people. I'm yeah. almost like, I almost look around like people who meet me in the street are like, wow, Sajara, you've done this and you've done that. And I'm like, you should meet my siblings and my cousins and some of the rest of my. So we come from a really talented, really hardworking, really cultured and well-traveled family. So we're really excited to be sharing the other aspects of our life with you guys. And um, we think it's going to be fun. So we're going to keep you guys with content. Um, you can binge on Queers and Qualms, but we'll also be hitting you with newly released poetry books. We'll be hitting you with fight content because we're going to be fighting. You're going to see us travel. You're going to get to meet our siblings and our folks um so it's really really exciting and i think we're like yasmin said we're broadening the audience um and so we hope that you guys are gonna enjoy some of these uh fun things we have coming up yeah and i it definitely is gonna be awesome like 
obviously coming from a, a theater background and a performance background and, and even athletics, a lot of what we do is perform. So, um, you know, I'm really excited to get back after like, uh, kind of being more holed up inside where COVID I'm excited to get back traveling, get back on stage, getting back to, to really, you know, where I find a lot of like my creative expression is to be like on stage, writing, performing, uh, being on, on the camera. And so like, we're really going to have like a docu-series mm-hmm. of us, like, like actually and, and a lot of it's gonna be it's gonna be it's for you guys but it's really it's also for us when mm-hmm. we go back to look at our our life and um i think we're gonna be really proud about what we what we're able to to document and so that's it's definitely really exciting and um i'm about to plug myself a little bit here if you're interested in purchasing pre-ordering a book um first of all the name of the book is called everyday poem an intersectional expression of blackness so obviously I mean, we talk, I talk about my experience. I mean, a lot of what we talk, a lot of the topics we talked about in this podcast, uh, a lot of the themes in my book touch on, touch on that and and part of my identity. And it's really, uh, it's been a really great experience for me to write, but also a very vulnerable one to share some of my deepest, like, you know, stories and some of my deepest fears and my deepest desires on page. So, yeah. Um, you can follow my my specific poetry Instagram at words from Yaz on Instagram. That's words from Yaz with a Z Y A Z. And you can also that's my website as well. Uh, www.wordsfromyaz.com. That's where you'll be able to find my whole bi- uh, my whole resume. You'll be able to book me if you want uh, any sort of um, curriculum or poetry reading or performance of any kind. And that's also where you'll be able to uh, order the book. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, I'm really excited for you um, to be published. A recent college grad, a seasoned athlete, um, a super intelligent, smart young woman. Super proud of you. Super Aww. proud. Tears, guys. Cry. <laughs> uh, my own personal plug is uh, my claim to fame is I'm the oldest of such a cool set of siblings. <laughs> That's my personal came to fame um but no i i it's a wonderful book i've heard some of it i really recommend those of our listeners that are the are in the dmv area please follow yes follow us on queers and qualms um because when she does some of these speakings and some of these appearances we'll definitely be there and we would love to meet some of you guys personally so if you can come out to any of our events be it one of yaz's book releases or uh poetry performances or if you're in vegas on the weekend of july 9th you want to come out to the fight if you're in new jersey new york um i'm based i live based um at a new york new jersey right now living in new jersey very close to new york city um but you know yaz is in maryland we travel back and forth so anywhere on the east coast um we love to touch base with our audience um so please reach out to us and come to some of these events we have coming up definitely and with that i think that might be a wrap on season one of queers and qualms it all started with a text message yeah that was hey you want to do a podcast immediately very 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 quickly we busted out an entire season so let's get it bittersweet for it for it to be ending but um and very exciting for all the doors i feel like it's open yeah. for us yeah only temporarily um like i said we'll have a season two but it does feel like oh what are we gonna do next weekend <laughs> um but next weekend we'll be in fight camp and getting ready for egypt and, and then going vlogging then we're going to ohio so we've got no ohio, iowa. iowa so we're gonna be mm-hmm. in in the span of it's april now so between may june in july will have been to vegas egypt iowa Iowa, back to vegas Mm -hmm. ireland martha's vineyard thailand thailand's next year so by the time next year we'll hit what we have uh our bucket list uh for our vlog series is uh thailand brazil amsterdam just to start so um yeah we'll be doing it um so subscribe like follow comment let us know what was your favorite episode this season and what do you want to hear more of from us definitely and as always we love you guys and we'll we'll hear from you very soon so see you next season peace out
Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Queers and Qualms podcast. This is one of your hosts, Sajara Eubanks, and there's a favor that I have to ask you guys. Yasmin and I are preparing for Waco Worlds. If you're listeners to the show, you know we're both athletes. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter, and Yasmin is a budding, aspiring kickboxing fighter, and she's got a big tournament in Ireland in October of 2022. It's called the Waco World Championships, and we're raising money to help Yasmin get to the Waco Worlds. So if you've enjoyed this podcast today, we'd love some support and donation to help Yasmin get to this World Championships in Ireland in October of 2022. Please donate what you can, a dollar, two dollars, um, and subscribe to our podcast as a monthly donation. Plus, you can write it off in your taxes. It's not a subscription, it's not mandatory, but we do appreciate it. Any donation will help. Thanks, guys, and we'll see you at the Wake of Worlds. If you're in the danger zone inside your dome, you know when I fall through it's safe at home You're not alone I do what I can Might not be Superman but I do things you don't Or so I'm told I'm not one to brag I pull up with the dragons and take the throne Off on my own I show and I prove So what's up with the move at the moon? Yeah. At the vineyard, at the vineyard.